Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. This is The M Zone. And welcome back to The M Zone. Jamie Morris, Matt, the hitman, Mizzler, best guy in the Bizzler. And you got Mr. Electric, Matty Boom Boom Leach. Uh, 734-998-1050. What's up, Rodney? Hello. Hey, Rodney. Rodney, we got Rodney. you. Okay, Fip. One show is on. So, Lions mode, if I'm playing armchair GM, I think they should smack. I think they should go after Nate Wiggins in the first round. And then for Michigan players, Junior would be an excellent fit. And then find, I like I like Roman Wilson at a you know third or fourth rounder on the outside to bolster the receiving core. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm rolling with that situation. Oh, I, I like maybe... all those moves. Are you taking Wiggins because you think he'll be there at the end of the first round, or are you taking Wiggins because he's a Clemson Tiger? No, I'm taking him because I think he's one of the best corners in the NFL. Or at least a <laughs> lockdown guy for five years. He's a lockdown okay. guy. He's oh no, he he's good and he's a guy that they, they don't have mocked near the top of that first round. So again, I know that you're a big Clemson guy, Rodney. We've talked about that here I before. That, so listen, I, I wouldn't he, be upset if the Lions got him there at the end of the first round. I think he fits the culture. Just by the way he plays. He tackles. He hustles. He's not afraid to stick his nose in anything. So I think he fits our system. And, yeah, he plays man coverage. And he's really good in zone. Believe me, I watch a lot of Clemson games, like every one of them. Sometimes I watch them multiple times. I watch them more than I watch Michigan games. I watch most of those, too. Sometimes two times over, too like some of your other listeners do. So, yeah, I study it. So, yeah, Roman Wilson would be good. And maybe we can grab a flyer on one of the safeties on the backside. I'm not really 100% confident on all these CFL guys that we're signing. You don't have faith in the the, the Holmes, Campbell, Brain trust Spielman can't forget Jamie's best friend Chris Spielman in there. <laughs> you don't have faith in the brain trust. Um, I'm not 100% having faith in the Canadian Football League. Okay, we're we just brought in a guy who plays defensive end who's 31 years old, who was dominant. Okay, in the CFL, I'm not saying he wasn't good. And we just brought in another guy who was a safety 
who was considered like one of the best players in the CFL. The problem is the CFL, um, they don't drug test. So if they don't drug test, are we getting Lyle Alzado at defensive end or are we getting somebody else? But don't you think they would drug test him as soon as he signs a contract with the NFL, Rodney? We would know that pretty I quick. We do suspect that, but you never know. I mean, I'm, there's ways around all, everything. You know that, life. Bringing up Lyle. I mean, Alzado. you played play for the time. That was growth you hormones played, back then. I mean, there's people being dirty in the NFL for years, and they always manage to get by it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't want to name some players, but, yeah, there's a lot of players that – Jimmy G just got a suspension for it. Exactly. I mean, I can give you a Canadian that became an all-pro. Would you like one? Exactly. I'm just – Stole a Rose Bowl from Ricky, that butthead. Exactly. Warren Moon. I'm just – I'm just curious as to see what those guys will really bring to the table for us or if we should just get something different. I like to – personally, I think we should draft the guy if he's around, which I'm assuming he's not going to be, would be the Florida State defensive end. But I'm assuming no, he's, he's going in the first around. round. No, he yep. ain't going no, to he's he ain't gonna be around. <laughs> he's going to be a top-ten pick. Right. And after after that – I wouldn't mind seeing um, Zenner as a lion because it looks like uh, we have a whole bunch of notable offensive linemen that are up for contract, and we need to replace them at some point. So we need to bolster our line. And, yeah, I think we should extend Goff for three years, keep Hooker for a minute, and then actually probably draft a quarterback in the next two or three years just to have them on, on the staff because we don't have a third stringer right now. So no, we could develop. Teddy, 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 water Teddy retired. Yeah. That's why. You're right. Teddy Teddy he, retired. Exactly. So. so they need to have something, whether it's whatever. I mean, I have no idea what's on their practice. They might have somebody sitting there that they like, but I don't know that for fact. I mean – as far as the Bears go, I already know they get rid of Fields, but I don't want that guy on my team either. That guy basically should just play running back. He's not a quarterback. Man, he's had some good throws, Rodney. I, don't, I, I mean, he can throw the ball. I appreciate your your candor, but I I think he's just. I mean, he's getting he's getting chased down every time. Well, he's not. There's no blocking for that that kid. I'm it's just well. It sounds like the 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 Bears have are committed to Justin Fields. It sounds like I that they're they gonna, that they're that they're now weighing in to see are they going to go after Marvin Harrison with the number one pick or is there going to be another team willing to uh, willing to buy that number one pick? But Justin Fields, it sounds like he's going to be him. He's going to be the guy in Chicago uh, for this uh, next upcoming season. So we got that. So NFC North, you got that looking forward to, I guess. That's a true statement. That's a true statement. 734-998-1050. All right, Philly Yee, you're that GM. What you got? Who do I have? Well, me and you discussed this a couple weeks ago, and you said it again today, and I also agree with you today. You got to go with Zach Center. How much? He probably plays 12 years, right? 
going to yeah. have this long career. If I was a betting man out of all of our guys that are going to go in this draft, outside of J.J., because obviously quarterbacks hang around a while, too, I'd say Zimmer, right. right? I think he's going to have a long career in the National Football League. So, uh, yeah, I would I would have to take him. Um, my other – here's my hot take. Uh, I, I, I like Roman because I think Roman runs a sub-4-3 uh, at the Combine. That's my hot take. I hope so, so because that's just uh, going to take him to the next. That'll take him into the next round. Where, that, where, that, where? I mean, that, that, that pushes him up to the first. You run a four-two-seven, four-two-eight. Yeah, absolutely. That man, moves him up a lot. Four-two-nine, four-two-seven. Who cares? As long as it's sub-four-three, and I, I think if Roman score, if it's under it. four-three, I'm a, that kid will be a first-round pick. I'm just telling absolutely. you. If he's got those kind of jets, he's stretching the damn field. And here's what he can do. He can catch the damn ball. Real nice player. Real nice player. Hey, man, we I counted him for a couple of years, you know. I, I was always in the Roman camp. He just couldn't stay freaking healthy. <laughs> um, that's why I got offended when when uh, when uh, our closet block, uh, Buckeye, she uh, – she said they didn't have any playmakers at receiver, and I said. By that the way, I don't know if I don't know if the mats told you, but she said that helmet does not belong to her; it belongs to her husband. Well, she had it in full view. I'm just. Good excuse, I, I, good I, maybe she was in his room. Maybe she was in his Buckeye room. I'm just with, saying. With Federer watching over. <laughs> Well, I don't think Federer. I don't think Federer cares. Federer's just like, uh, so am I going to play tennis for you this time around? Uh, I think she has a Federer cardboard cutout in every room of her house. Is what I think it is. Exactly. Oh man! All right. Well, if, if you're going to say like a, a, a third round, I'm definitely taking Blake Corm the third round. You know, that's what. The first my man Blake falls spotting the third today. Round, I get it. That is Running the first backs Blake don't have spot. the value they, I like they it. used to. Um, I, I think Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim Harbaugh picks Blake Corum. I think he does in the uh, in the third. Maybe the uh, wait, well, wait, wait. They already maybe said goodbye to uh, Austin Eckler. They're saying see you to him. So you're right. They definitely need a running back. Right. They do need a running back. And I see. I see Jim Harbaugh taking him in the third or fourth round. I'm just where first available whenever he gets a chance. Well, three places I wouldn't mind him. Uh, I remember saying to my friend, I would love for him to come here to Philly. I'm not the biggest Eagles fan, but it would be cool. Like if Blake Horn was wearing an Eagle uniform, I could see him every Sunday. That would be great. Obviously, mm-hmm. for selfish reasons, I would love him in Minnesota. They really don't have a running back, at least anything that I'm impressed with. Um, well, what's his name's all right, uh, but he's – come on. He's he's not – I don't think he's a top-shelf uh, running back. Uh mm-hmm. And uh, San Diego. I mean, I said that to you guys last week. Like, can you imagine? Like, it's it's San Diego versus versus the Lions in the Super Bowl, and, and like Blake Corum is the starting tailback for for San Diego. But overall, man, I'm going to tell you, these guys, this crew, uh, 18 kids. They, you know, the NFL. They're getting a group of kids that are unselfish, team first. I mean, just look at J.J. I mean, look look at that Penn State game. 
I mean, that, at that time, I think he was the odds-on favorite, uh, or he was at least leading in the Heisman race. And that pretty much knocked him out of it right then and there when you're only, you only have, what was he, eight of nine? I love how people say he had a bad game. Wait a second. He only could have bad of a game. First of all, his quarterback run game, it was, was huge in that game until he got injured, you know, going into the fourth quarter. But, like, look at the sacrifice he made, man. It's like, you know, let's just win the game. If this is the formula that wins the game, and it truly was, you know, because we didn't need to expose him to, to either injury or scooping scores and getting behind the chains because – we just couldn't get the edge blocked that that particular game. So the, I love what we did. I real, I really, I really do. Now we could have won the game by a couple of touchdowns if we were to roll the dice and throw the throw the ball a lot more. But you know, then it's like risk versus reward. Yeah, we might be able to beat this team by a few scores, but then again, you might give up a scoop and score and and change the momentum of the game and possibly lose. So, you know, I think Sharon pushed the right buttons that game. And it came at the expense of J.J.'s statistical, you know, uh, I don't know, his numbers. And, and obviously it set him back in the Heisman race, and he never truly recovered from it. But who really cares? Because the most important thing is, uh, is the unselfishness. We got a ring. Uh, these are culture guys. These are winners. Uh, and, and excluding J.J., because J.J. was not a captain, and I thought maybe that might be one of the carrots to bring him back. Is there not six captains going to this combine this week? Is it six Blake, captains? Right, Zach, Trevor. Um, I think it's six, Mike, dude. Mike Sam is still. Mm-hmm. Blake. Uh, what's the other guy? What's Who's? Oh, uh, Mike, 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 Michael Barrett. Yeah, that's five. And then, um, good God, who else? Was Blake not a captain? No, Blake, Blake was, was a captain, captain right? I counted Sorry. Blake. I counted okay. Blake. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Mike's Mike Barrett, Blake Corum, yep. Chris Jenkins, yep. Trevor Keegan, yep. Mikey Sanders yep. still. That's Zach's, who it is, Jenkins. Yeah, and then uh, Zach Zinner. So, right. I mean, I don't know what and what, again, I, I think I mentioned on Sunday, I don't know at what degree Zinner's going to be able to work out at, but I mean, right. he's slated to be down there at least. No, yeah. he's doing x-rays. He's going to do x-rays. He's not, he's going to have his, he's going to talk. Bench. bench him, bench press. Let's go. Exactly. Well, he could probably, I mean, he could lift if he wanted to, I'm sure. But I, I don't think he's going to do that. He's going to do all of that at probably here in Michigan at the, on the university campus. Well, it's going to be six, six guys that are captains are drafted. So mm-hmm. uh, they're culture guys. And the, I guess the real question is how many of these 18 end up at either in San Diego, Baltimore, or Seattle? That's a legit question. I'm dying to know how many of the, out of that. These 18, Jenkins could be going in the second round to uh, Seattle or in the late first round. Think about it. Well, I, I, I guess I guess it's uh, I guess in all likelihood, San Diego, Baltimore, and Seattle are at least going to end up with one. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think right. All right. Well, uh, and and last to throw in, yes, the first the first guy you think of from the Canadian League is Warren Moon. Seisman's another, and for me, Seisman is one. You're right. And, and uh, Bud Grant. 
because uh, Bud Grant was a star receiver here in Philly, and uh, they didn't want to pay him. I think I think he was one off the lead in the entire National Football League in receptions. After he was a basketball player for the Lakers, and they didn't want to pay him, so he went to Canada, and obviously he became a great player there, and then a coach, and the rest they say is history. That's why he's used to the Joe cold Cats weather. I never knew that. He wouldn't get the heated seats, remember? Well, he said if they won the Super Bowl, you know, following the 76 season, if they had beaten the Raiders, they were going to get heaters. Should have just gave Obviously, it to Obviously, that never materialized. And to think that was 1976, in, you know, that, that is like a lifetime ago. And they haven't even – they haven't even made the Super Bowl, much less win. Well, I already told you. I already told you. My prediction is your your son, CJ, is going to see the Vikings make the, the next Super Bowl is going to be the tricentennial in 2076. <laughs> so we're both, going to be off the do, we're both going to be off the planet. So you cannot be decomposed in a freaking hole somewhere. <laughs> Talk to you all tomorrow. Go blue. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> By the way, in case uh, Hadley is still listening, uh, the fastest forty-yard dash, John Ross, four point John Ross, yes, four point two two. The the next one uh, actually happened a couple of years ago. Kalen Barnes, cornerback, uh, was four two three. Where's our boy who ran it last year? He he's got to be up in the top five. Uh, Turner, no, Turner's not no. top five. He'll be top twenty because, like Miss said, I mean. Four four two two is lightning fast. Oh, there's know. a few four two threes, a few yeah. four fours, because Chris Johnson was the he set the record a few years ago, the running back right. out of East Carolina that yeah. played for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Right. He was four two five. Four two so four. So again, there's four two four. So again, there's so many great ones up there. And but if you do crack that where you've got a four two and then whatever the number that comes after, it doesn't you matter. I got hard out. I gotta you go. Crack it, boom, you gone. That's it for the show today. We appreciate it. Sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to cut you, you off. You've been listening to the M Zone on WTKA AM 1050. Ah! Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. It yeah, just hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created this show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.